you imagine this road and on one end of this longer road you've got intimate connected close that oneness yeah that's where i want to be yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i want other... to go down that road <laughs> <laughs> me bring, too bring me there bring me there <laughs> the other end of the road is distant drifted not intimate or connected Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And today we're going to be talking about undercurrents. Those messages that are coming at us every day in, well, our everywhere. whole world is from <laughs> everywhere, but there, there's undercurrent messages. Yeah. And why it's really important to critically think about those messages when they're coming at us. Yeah, for sure. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But Let's talk about our weekend getaway. We kind of yeah. always, well, not always, time to time we promote the weekend getaway on here. We were just at one last weekend yeah. in Winnipeg. Hey, thanks for everyone that came up and said hi. That There was a few listeners and they yeah. came up. And, it was so fun to get to meet you and say hi yeah. and uh, thank you for taking the time to do that. Yeah, and thanks for listening. Uh, because that also helps us as well. So thanks yeah. for coming <laughs> uh, coming to the Weekend Getaway. Thanks for coming and saying hi to us. But it was a lot of fun. It was. This was the first one for us this season. First time for you in Winnipeg. Yeah, I'd never been to Winnipeg yeah. before. And thoughts? Yeah, it was very nice. It yeah. was. It yeah. was. It was very nice. What was any takeaways from the weekend or what... Uh, Oh, you know what? I'm always reminded, and, and it's convicting for me too, of the idea of we learn all these wonderful tools, we start these awesome conversations, um, just the significance of carrying through hmm. on all those things. Because it's so easy, once we're back to our normal lives, to just slide back into the normal. And I, I, I was in a car accident years ago, and so that gave me some neck in injuries, and I have to do physio. Mm-hmm. My physiotherapist always gives me exercises as strengthening and stretching and all this stuff. And I know for myself, when I don't make that a priority and I don't do it, that pain and the aching and the stiffness, it starts to come back. Mm-hmm. But when I'm, when I'm doing it, when I'm doing the right things and I'm exercising and doing that stuff, then I don't have those symptoms. And so for me, once again, my heart and my prayer for every couple who's there that was like, okay, I'm going to take this thing and I'm going to work on this. Mm. We're going to grow in this area. My heart and prayer is that they they do, that they mm. carry on with that, that it wasn't just a weekend high, but that it's going to bless them the rest of their marriage. Yeah, so cool. So cool. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, there's a lot of sweet moments and, and takeaways, but there was this one moment that really stands out. Well, there's a few moments, but this I'll just share one, I guess is what I'm trying to get to. All right, I'll also just say this. I'm tired today. <laughs> All right, I stayed in Winnipeg. I, I did some networking with churches. I, I got in last night, and I was in a meeting this morning, and someone asked me, hey, are you feeling, like, how are you feeling? I'm like, good. I'm, like, awake. Everything's good. Well, they specifically asked you, are you tired? And you're like, no, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, but I just said to you, in the moment, I wasn't, but I'm pretty tired. So I, I'm sharing that because if I don't make sense today, <laughs> I, I'm trying my best here, but I'm tired. I am, I am tired today, but... There was this really sweet moment. 
during one of the couple of projects where they have a uh, conversation in their seats just privately together. Yeah, and husband and wife. Husband and wife talking and we're on the stage and, and I just catch this couple out of the corner of my eye and and they're they're so they're engaged with each other so deeply and the the wife is crying, but they're not tears of pain and, and, and tears of hurt. They're they're actually like and the reason why I say that is because they're also laughing, like they're crying and laughing together and they're embracing each other. And, and, and it just seemed like a really sweet moment where they were sharing things they hadn't shared with each other. And I don't know, or maybe they did. And, and this is reconfirming and, and they're sharing these things again. But it was just a really sweet moment to me of like we're inviting these couples and and the part of the process that we're from our teaching from the stage or talking from the stage is to invite couples into these conversations with their spouse. And it's just such a lovely moment when you see couples engage and and so intently to me, it was just a really, I don't know. I just blessed my heart. Uh, Not that I, and just so you, if you come to Weekend Getaway, it's not like I'm sitting there (laughs) watching you from the stage and like, who's talking, (laughs) who's not talking. And, and so please like, that's not what's going on. I just happened to catch them. Like usually you and I talk, at the same time, like yeah. while they're talking, you and I are having a conversation just quietly to ourselves. And this time I, I just happened to catch this couple. And it was just a really sweet moment of like what the weekend is really all about is about bringing couples one step closer together to let them know that there's more beyond in any of their situation and uh, together. And and I don't know, it was just this glimpse that I got to see it. So that was pretty special to me. I really enjoyed that. And then as I said... I stayed a few days. I did some networking, and I, I I was listening to a podcast Tuesday and Wednesday. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was listening this week. I was listening to a podcast. I was, I was driving to one of my meetings, and there's this this question. And I want to ask you this question because it, it it just it hit me, and I like I pondered it, and I, I really like it. So I want to try this question out here. Oh dear. I don't know if I'll try <laughs> it out with other people. I guess I'll see the if if it makes sense to you. But it really made sense to me as I listened to it on the podcast, or else maybe it made sense because the person answered it right away. I don't know, but it was. And, and let me ask you this: like, what is challenging you these days? Hmm, that is a good question. It it takes a different approach, right, than the typical like, what are you learning? You know, that those kind of questions, it's it's what's challenging you these days. So it's a great question. I don't know if I have an answer. I'd need to think about it a little bit. Like okay. I'm I'm an internal processor. I need yeah. some time to chew it over. Yeah, yeah. What well, about you? What's challenging you? You know what? I was going to say, we can wait and I can just edit out the long pause <laughs> that you need and, and then we can, <laughs> we can put it there. But no, that, that's a good point because if it's one of those questions, if I'm using it out in in conversation but it's like this like deep or or takes people really long to answer it's probably not then a good question to have and the reason why i love having questions that just get us past the the talk about the weather or the local (laughs) sports team i love talking about sports and those things but i love like hearing and getting into people's lives and hearing what's really going on for me when i heard that question what's challenging you these days the thing that came to my mind there's two things one is leadership like just trying to understand the dynamics of leadership and and how do you lead people really, really well? And how do you lead people and inspire people and encourage people and equip people and do this all from distance uh, as, you know, we lead people here within our organization, within Family Life, and, and everything's from distance because we're all scattered across the country. And so leadership, it, for it, it, I found it so fascinating right now. And so it's, <laughs> 
what I have found challenging me these days is learning more and more about leadership, how to step into that, how to how to cast vision, how to write different things that will also enable people and equip people more and more. So that's one. And then the other thing is public speaking. Like how do you just engage people from the stage and pull them into a story and help them track with you all the way through and... So those are two things that are, are challenging me, I, I would be the way to say it. Like, it is an interesting way to to process it. And and I don't, I was listening to a leadership podcast. That's when this question was asked. So maybe that's why my I knew right away how to answer, answer it. So I'll see. I'll try it out a few <laughs> times and and go from there so all right let's uh let's jump in here undercurrents that's what we want to talk about here today and and really it's like the you know undercurrents the undertow in the ocean what we're saying here is like the underlying mood or feeling that is that's really coming at us and really where this came from is we came across a uh, an article in a newspaper it was just a little coffee shop and, and sometimes they have those little newspapers yeah the local it. ones that are like with local articles and stuff like that yeah and like little jokes and things like that and anyways and there was this little section and it called and it was called 15 laws for women to live by. Yeah. And we're going to read a few of them. <laughs> and this is why we're going to read a few of them and where this idea of like this undercurrent, because we think there's an undercurrent in all of them. Some of them were funny. Like I did laugh. Some of them I did chuckle at. But yeah. why don't you read some of the ones that that we want to talk about? And and as, as you're reading them, I want our listeners just to hear, is there an undercurrent, an undertone? Is there this under toe out there with what's being said all right here we go 15 laws for women to live by (laughs) number one don't imagine you can change a man unless he's in diapers (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay next one if they put a man on the moon they should be able to put them all up there (laughs) that's right yeah interesting interesting (laughs) yeah might be an interesting world Uh uh-huh next one never let your man's mind wander it's too little to be let out alone. Yeah, that's see, that's starting. To, I don't know if I can let you keep. Go, want you to keep going, Leslie? That's know. a bad way. I don't know if I want you to keep going. Like it's, I'm being picked on. I don't think it's an undercurrent. It is like a slap in the face. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is right there. It is right there. Yeah. Okay. Go for younger men. You might as well. They never mature, anyways. Mm, right. Yeah. Solid. Uh huh. Yeah. Ah, love is blind, but marriage is a real eye-opener. I've heard something similar to that before, but yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, this can go both ways. just We just happen to come across a, like, the woman one. I just want to say that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's lots of things where men are poking fun at women. Um, Okay, last one. If you want a committed man, look in in the mental hospital. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, so. Yeah. Like we we said, some of them were written as a joke. This one I know is a joke because, and I think it's actually kind of funny. It says the children of Israel wandered around the desert for forty years. Even in biblical times, men wouldn't ask for directions. <laughs> All right, so um, that one I did chuckle at. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, it did hit at home because there was times in my life where I wouldn't. Now I'm just like, you know what? If I don't know where how to get there, a I got Google, so that really helps me. And b I'm just gonna ask because. 
I really hate wasting time. Yeah. And so I'm just going to pull over, local gas station, how do I get here? I've saved a lot of time and a lot of headache and and conversation by just doing that. But But it does tap into these things that a little bit of the pride that men may have or right like we won't ask for directions anyways there's there is some undercurrents there and we want to talk about it and i know i said this already but like we know that it can go both ways right there's there's articles out there about for men to women and and those types of things this is just one that we came across but there are some undercurrents with these here in that if we don't critically think about these we can really begin to think these ideas are true we may not consciously, but like subconsciously. subconsciously. Yeah, subconsciously. Yeah, or- we might start getting that kind of undercurrent, right? That undertone. Oh, dear. The male <laughs> person has just showed up. Who just give us a little second here. <laughs> well, we're all awake Padme, now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not tired anymore. Padme just got the heart going there. All right. So, okay, right. subconsciously, uh, yeah. we might start to have this undercurrent of negativity, right? And, and you know what, especially if we're doing well, things, it might not really affect us. But when things in the relationship get difficult, or maybe when we're frustrated, or when we're having a bad day, these things can start to kind of creep in. Mm-hmm. And suddenly we feel it a lot more. We're, we're more easily drawn into that negative thinking. And so these 15 laws for women, again, it was an article. It was written with the intent of being funny. Mm. There are, you know, they're tapping into some stereotypes that can be funny sometimes. But then they really go for the jugular mm. in some of it in just plain out attacking men, right? And uh, why do we do this? Well, I don't know. It, some people think it's funny, yeah. right? It Sometimes it feeds our egos, right? It can make us feel powerful or superior, especially if we've been really hurt. Hmm. Sometimes it just, I don't know, it just kind of makes that wound feel a little bit better for whatever yeah. reason. The misery loves company kind yeah, of thinking. Right? And really what we what well, what we want to talk about here and and this is where we want to be critically thinking this through is because there's also this power of suggestion that could be underlying within these comments, right? And suddenly this is actually what we see. This is how we feel or what we think and because we've maybe read something like this and we're like, "Oh yeah, that's true" or "Oh, this is here" and and something that's intended as a joke, it could be taken as pain or or hurtful. And other times it can be like no, that is true. That is how men are, or that that is how women are, right? Like it, vice versa. Here, we want to keep making sure it's vice versa. And we're not just picking on men or 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 whatnot here. But that's what can also take place here, and so that's where we are kind of coming from here, and we want to approach that and, and talk about it in that way. And so, why is this important, right? Like. That, that's a question that kind of comes to my mind as, as we're dissecting this here and talking it through. It's like, well, why? But like, why is it important to be critically thinking this through and, and be paying attention to undercurrents and seeing it and calling it out for what it is? Why is it important to do that? Yeah, well, again, and, and I think you kind of touched on it already. It's that negative messaging that if, if we're constantly exposing ourselves to that negative messaging, it does become an undercurrent in our mind. And then we start to see things through that lens, right? In our marriage, in our relationship, the way we view the opposite sex. And again, that goes both ways, but it really can affect us, especially in those hard times. So 
how can we, you know, come against this? How mm. can we swim against that mm-hmm. kind of current mm-hmm. that is so negative? Right. What do you think? Yeah. I think the thing that comes to my mind is is being intentional, right? And, but then it's like, well, what does that look like? And, and what's being <laughs> intentional, right? And so one question to the other. But here's the thing is we're not just going to leave the question there. We're, we're going to dive into that as well. <laughs> but but I think how do we combat it? I think we be intentional in our in our relationship. And that can look like things such as controlling the things that we allow to influence us right like we can control what we watch on tv what movies what music what friends we really become close with what articles such as the article we just read like we can control whether we keep reading it whether we believe it whether we see that undercurrent and like you said i don't think that was a hidden undercurrent like some of those were just slaps in the face and they were like they're offensive and yeah and again there's there's offensive things written about women out there as well and 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 so we can control what we consume and we can control then what we do with that and and are we going to believe what we saw what we heard what we what we read or are we going to call it for what it is and be like that's not true and I'm not going to allow that to really influence me in that way and so i think yeah we can control some of those negative things and, and, and turn them into positive things. But I think being intentional with what we control really can help in that area. Yeah, and, and too, we're not saying don't have a sense of humor, mm-hmm. right? Like like you said, the, the one about the directions, that one's funny, yeah. right? It's, it's it not yeah. offensive. It's not, yeah. well, yeah. some people might be offended say, by but it. But maybe some are, right? Like I wasn't, but maybe there would have been a time where I would have been. Right now, I think that's funny, but someone out there may be offended by that too. That's true. Yeah. But we are saying we can't be so serious that every little thing right. offends us. Right. But again, that negativity specifically pointed at either men or women yeah. can develop that yeah. undercurrent. And I think some some of it too is, is our friendship, right? Like if our friendship is good and our marriage, like you yeah. and I are good, I can we can read something like that and we can chuckle about it and be like, oh, okay. Like, well, that, some of them. Some of them I just, they're never true. funny. <laughs> that's true. Some of them we didn't. And we didn't read all 15 of them either, right? But if our friendship and our marriage is in a good place, we can laugh at more things but but at the same time though it isn't just about having a strong friendship in our marriage because some things are just wrong and they're just they are rude and and we need to eliminate those things and those thoughts and anyways so yeah, there's a balance it is because it's not honoring and it's not playing on a stereotype it's just cutting someone down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and something that's going to help us with that again being intentional having a better filter right and, and we've talked about this before but again that critically thinking through all that stuff that is mm-hmm. constantly being thrown at us in the radio, the music, the everything. Mm. <laughs> um, are we filtering it to say that's true or that's not true yeah. and really processing versus just consuming? Yeah, for sure. And then from there, are we having an honest conversation about it, right? Yeah. Like we say that's all the time too. Uh, I hope people aren't like, here we go again. This is all <laughs> they say. But but seriously, like like after we process it, can we have an honest conversation as a couple? Can we have an honest conversation with our kids? When they read something like that, what are they taking from it? And do they believe that it's true or w- what they saw? Like after we critically think it through we should be having those honest conversations as a family as a couple and and walking through those expressing whether reading something like that 
is upsetting to us or like, no, I can laugh at that. That's funny. It's no big deal. Or does it really hurt us? And, and does it draw upon some, maybe some core fears or some family of origin items or whatever is happening in our emotions as we read or watch or critically think through these undercurrents that are happening, are we also able to have an honest conversation, come up with a game plan and and talk about them in a real honest way together or as a family, even as friends? Like, are we critically thinking these things through and yeah, what we're consuming? Um, yeah. And I think the other thing too is when we are hurting, when there is something going on, rather than allowing that undercurrent to to rise up and influence us to pull us out to sea mm. where maybe we're going to, you know, feel like we're drowning a little bit or jump to conclusions, having that honest conversation, expressing our feelings when we're hurt rather mm. than allowing that undercurrent to influence us, right? And that's that awareness piece of am I aware of why I'm doing what I'm doing or feeling what I'm feeling, you know, those kinds of things. Right, right. Because here's the other thing. What we focus on is what we're going to find. <laughs> and this works in the positive and the <laughs> negative, right? Yeah. And so we have to be careful because we've known people that have seen good in someone when it wasn't actually there. And mm. in fact, abuse was happening, but because this person so badly wanted to believe that there was good, that they saw it even when it wasn't there. Mm. And so we do have to be careful. Yes, what we focus on matters, but we we also, it, we need to focus on truth. What is true mm. in this situation? And we might need some some help from somebody who's not so close to the situation to help us work through that mm -hmm. when it's a really difficult, painful situation. Mm -hmm. But generally, it is true that what we focus on, we tend to find, mm -hmm. yeah, right? And right. so just to keep that little caveat in yeah. mind. Yeah. And we actually did a, a podcast on, on that. And so if someone hadn't listened to episode 43, they can go back and, and listen to it because we dive into that a little bit more in that in that whole show uh, about kind of what we focus on is what yeah. we find. And, and so we just want to throw that out there as well. And one of the other thing that I, there's many things that I think that can help us combat these undercurrents in a relationship and, and being intentional. Uh, and, and that's kind of what we're going through here right now. But I also would add the building each other up rather than tearing each other down. Yeah, right? that's like, always going to help. I, I just, yeah, <laughs> like even when we go through that and reread it and, and right, we're like, okay, no, that's not true. And, but this is what's true. And, and like, can we build each other up? And, and when we, you know, begin to focus on building each other up, like it, it is going to change the atmosphere of, of our relationship. We read in Proverbs 14, one, it talks about how a wise woman builds up her house and a foolish one tears it down with her own hands. Now, I also think that goes for men too. It does. Like yeah. a man can do that too, right? Like I, as a man, I can, I can, I can be wise and I can build up a house and, 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 and our home and, and you and our family, or I can be foolish and I can tear us all down. Yeah. Right. And, and, both of them are going to have very different drastic outcomes, uh, right? Like, yeah. but, but when we begin to build each other up there and, and this is, we're not talking about 
as outsiders on this one because, you know, unfortunately there was a time in our marriage where we would tear each other down or, and, and it may not have looked like, like in your face tearing each other down, yeah. right? But there was this undercurrent of, I would make fun of you out in public and, and that was really hurtful. And, and there's this undercurrent of like, that's not funny. Yeah. Uh, that's actually really hurtful what you're doing and, and, and you're making people laugh at my expense. Is that really how you feel about me? Yeah. And it's like, whoa, like, no. But at the same time, we were so drifted apart that, that there's this undercurrent of pain and hurt. And, and, and rather than building each other up, there was this undercurrent of tearing each other down. Yeah. And what we have found is that when we have built each other up, our, our, our marriage completely blossoms so much better. Our mood, our atmosphere, our aroma in our, of our home and, and mm-hmm. in our relationships. And, and then we could have those honest conversations where you could say like, that really hurts me when you do that. And I can, I can understand and see, and then I can stop doing those things that are adding to those undercurrents in our relationship. Oh yeah, it makes a huge difference, right? Because it taps into those insecurities and and pain and that drift mm. um, when that's happening. And for me, the being critical, and we've talked about this before, just that, that if we're constantly being critical and mm. looking for the negative, we're going to find it. Yeah. And then that's all that you start to see, right? right? Instead of uh, the good things. Mm. Well, I was also going to say, we say this all the time, but... I do feel like it needs to be said again that we can't ignore the bad. And and please, that's not what we're saying to just sweep the bad mm. stuff under the rug. Yeah. There are legitimate complaints, problems, even sin that we have to address in our marriages. We're called to do that for each other, not to nag or, or be rude or um, any of those things. We, we need to do it with love and truth and mm-hmm. respect, but we have to deal with these things mm-hmm. because if we don't, we're just enabling each other to go down a really dangerous, unhealthy path. Mm, yeah, no, so true, so true. Actually, there was a like a word picture that you gave as we were discussing this before we hit record, and it was really visual to me. Like, I, I really, really enjoyed it, and hopefully you remember <laughs> it. But I was wondering, could you give that that just that visual of? Well, I guess it's it's if you imagine this road, and on one end of this longer road you've got intimate connected close Mm. that oneness yeah that's where i want to be yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i want to go down that road (laughs) (laughs) me (laughs) too bring me there bring me there (laughs) the other end of the road is distant drifted not intimate or connected and wherever we find ourselves along that road depending like if we're on our way towards the disconnected the lack of intimacy Let's say we're three quarters of the way. We're going to have to turn around and head back towards Mm. that intimacy. We can't just, you know, teleport (laughs) over there and Ah. skip everything. We have to walk that road. That's the superpower I want, the (laughs) teleportation. (laughs) But we have to deal with all the stuff, all the garbage that we've accumulated along that journey to wherever we've got to. So we need to turn around and we need to deal with that stuff on the way back Mm -hmm. and and dig through it. Mm -hmm. It's worth it. Mm -hmm. It It is work and it is hard, but it is so worth it. And so I guess the point in that is to say, like, if if you're trying some of these things, if you're trying to learn new skills and new tools and improve your relationship, don't be surprised if it's difficult, Mm. right? As you're learning these new things and you're dealing with all this hurt from the past, it is going to be 
a challenging season, mm. but take heart because it's worth it. Mm-hmm. When you when you get to that place of connected and intimate and close, it is so worth mm. the effort. Yeah. Because then suddenly you can enjoy each other. Right. You have a friend. You have that oneness and that connection and everything that God intended when he created marriage. Mm-hmm. I love that word picture. And, and you know, it's on a street. And so could I use a bulldozer or could I use like, you know, those snow removal machines and just fly right <laughs> wow. through? Yeah. Can I just move the pile? Like I can't teleport. So could I just <laughs> crash right through the pile? Yeah. Or? Suddenly, uh, um, unfortunately, I don't think that that works. You kind of have to do the do right. the digging. <laughs> yeah. And, and in a healthy way and, and where it draws you to that intimacy kind of thing. So uh, thank you for sharing. I, I really, I really do love that word picture because in my mind I can just visualize the bumps and 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 the hills in the road and and like the smoothing it out and, mm-hmm. and dealing with it to be able to drive over that road in in a in a smooth way. Yeah, it helped me a lot when we were rebuilding our marriage because that's when I first heard it because it's like, well, why is this so hard? Mm. We're doing the things we're supposed <laughs> to be doing, but there was all that repair and that healing that needed yeah. to happen. And so for me, it was comforting to. Know no, like this is just the healing process. Yeah. It is painful. There should be glimmers of, of good and positive growth and, and all that stuff. But yeah. I feel like it's a little easier to go through it when mm. we're expecting it rather than being blindsided by it. Yeah, so true. And one last thing that I want to add that's affecting a lot of people is the undercurrent in social media right? That Mm. that comparison game of looking at everybody else's happiest moments and then comparing our normal life to their happy, (laughs) beautiful, picture-perfect moments, right? That's an undercurrent that can be affecting because then suddenly we start comparing and then we're dissatisfied with Mm. what we have because we have this fairy tale of what somebody else has Mm. that's not even true. And so that's another one that I think is a really common undercurrent and today with yeah. social media being so prevalent yeah, and sure. you know those picture perfect moments that's all over you know pinterest and mm. facebook and instagram and yeah. tiktok and yeah. all yeah. the all the things <laughs> everything else that's out there yeah, yeah yeah but anyways these undercurrents they can really be affecting us and we may not even be aware of it mm. but once we are aware of it we can be intentional we can control the currents that we can control And then we can hold on to each other and hold on to what's true. Hmm. Yeah, so good. So good. So that was, again, just a few thoughts that we had about undercurrents. And always we love to end our show with with some processing questions, with throwing it over to you, our listener, and, and asking and saying, like, what about you? Like, how does this resonate with you? And today we have two processing questions that we have for everybody, which are, What undercurrents have affected the way you see your spouse? The way that you see your marriage? What can you do to be more intentional to not allow the undercurrents to affect you? We just want to say thanks for listening to us and we will talk with you next week. Bye.